0: Welcome to the Simple Money, Simple Life podcast. I am Matt Erickson, and I'm your host. This is a podcast where we explore how simplicity beats complexity, especially in money matters. We explore investing, personal finance, and how to live a simple and awesome life. Everybody, welcome to episode 50 titled Dunbar's Number, and it's Great to be bringing you another episode, and this one will be a little bit unusual, I guess, compared to some of the other ones, but hey, let's give it a go and see where it lands us. So Dunbar's number is a suggested cognitive limit to the number of people with whom one can maintain stable social relationships, relationships in which an individual knows who each person is and how each person relates to every other person. This number was first proposed in the 1990s by British anthropologist Robin Dunbar, who found a correlation between primate brain size and average social group size. By using the average human brain size and extrapolating from the results of primates, he proposed that humans can comfortably maintain 150 stable relationships. There's some evidence that brain structure predicts the number of friends one has, though causality remains to be seen. Dunbar explained it informally as the number of people who you would not feel embarrassed about joining uninvited for a drink if you happen to bump into them in a bar. Dunbar theorized that the limit is a direct function of relative neocortex size and that this in turn limits group size. The limit imposed by neocortical processing capacity is simply on the number of individuals with whom a stable interpersonal relationship can be maintained. On the periphery, the number also includes past colleagues such as high school friends with whom a person would want to reacquaint himself or herself if they met again. Proponents assert that numbers larger than this generally require more restrictive rules, laws, and enforced norms to maintain a stable, cohesive group. It has been proposed to lie between 100 and 250 with a commonly used value of 150. So a replication of Dunbar's analysis with a larger set data set and updated comparative statistical methods has challenged Dunbar's number by revealing revealing that the 95% confidence interval around the estimate of maximum human group size is much too large to specify any cognitive limit. Uh, Malcolm Gladwell discusses the Dunbar number in his popular 2000 book, The Tipping Point. Gladwell describes the company W.L. Gore & Associates and Associates, now known as Gore-Tex brand. By trial and error, the leadership in the company discovered that if more than 150 employees were working together in one building, different social problems could occur. The company started building company buildings with a limit of 150 employees and only 150 parking spaces. When the parking spaces were filled, the company would build another 150 employee building. Sometimes these buildings would be placed only short distances apart. The company is also known for the open allocation company structure. The Swedish Swedish tax authority planned to reorganize its functions in 2007 with a maximum 150 employees per office, referring to Dunbar's research. In a piece for the Financial Times in 2018 titled Why Drink is the Secret to Humanity's Success, Dunbar mentioned two more numbers. an an inner core of about 5 people to whom we devote about 40% of our available social time, and 10 more people to whom we devote another 20%. All in all, we devote about two-thirds of our time to just 15 people. According to Dunbar and many researchers he influenced, this rule of 150 remains true for early hunter-gatherer societies as well as a surprising array of modern groupings, offices, communes, Factories, residential campsites, military organizations, 11th century English villages, even Christmas card lists exceed 150, and a network is unlikely to last long or cohere well. But 150 alone doesn't tell the whole story. Other numbers are nested within the social brain hypothesis too. According to the theory, the tightest circle has just five people, or loved ones, That's followed by Successive layers of 15 good friends, 50 friends, 150 meaningful contacts, and 500 acquaintances, and 1,500 people you may recognize. People migrate in and out of these layers, but the idea is that space has to be carved out for any new entrance. When people have more than 150 friends on Facebook or 150 followers on Twitter, Dunbar argues, these represent the normal outer layers of contacts or the low stakes connections, the 500 and 1500. For most people, intimacy may just not be possible beyond 150 connections. These digital media, and I'm including telephones in there, are really just providing you with another mechanism for contacting friends, Dunbar says. So I found this Dunbar's number to be kind of a fascinating concept. It's interesting, I see people on Facebook who might have 3,000, 4,000, 5,000 friends. I know that a lot of people just will friend request anyone and everyone, and that's just how they like to roll. For me, I really can relate with Dunbar's research and his theory. I, like, if someone sends me a Facebook friend request and I don't know them and I wouldn't feel comfortable talking with them or even maybe giving them a handshake or a hug, I usually don't do the friend request. I keep my social media friends to people who are actually friends, who I'm actually close to. I do not tend to uh, just have anybody in that circle. And maybe it's kind of my unconscious uh, brain following Dunbar's research in a way. And I think it's interesting that most of us have five really close people in our life and then 10 to 15 kind of real close friends and then it kind of goes out from there and as i examine my life it's similar to dunbar's research i would say it's not too far off and the reason i'm talking about this topic today is more along the lines of simplicity more than personal finance some people feel overwhelmed by how many people or associates or friends they have in their life and one strategy you could consider is to limit how many social media friends you have maybe use Dunbar's research of 150, and consider that as kind of a, a limit of how many friends you want to have on social media, because that's probably the number who you would actually consider close friends. For most people, it certainly doesn't go over 500. And maybe limiting those relationships you have might bring you a little more tranquility and peace rather than feeling like there's so many people involved in your life. I think this is interesting research. I just wanted to pass it along and share it with you guys and have you consider kind of where your friendships are at. Today's episode is obviously a lot shorter than usual, but I hope you enjoyed it. Remember how you can follow the show on Instagram, simplemoney__simplelife. You can also email me, simplemoney529 at gmail.com. And remember, the simple life is a good life.